You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. So we basically can't tell you what to do, but giving up should not be a go-to, should not be that option, right? So anyway, greetings. I, I want to say, um, you know, good good evening, and hopefully you had a great Sunday um, and that you had a high time in the Lord at service. Now that you're home and relaxing, you know, um, I just want to drop this scripture. Just want to bring encouragement to you and to your life, and um, let's see what the Holy Spirit does. First uh, Peter uh, 4, starting at verse 12, says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you, as, in, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice, inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. You know, that's so cool. Like, nobody really wants to be a partaker of suffering, right? We definitely run. But um, did, did Jesus not say, take up your cross, take up the cross and follow him? And so we're basically following him. And sometimes the road gets dark. I, I mean, I've, I talk to people, whether they're Christians or not, and there's tough times, period, right? But when we have Christ, we have assurance that we're not alone and that we have all of heaven or the universe at our, our hands to help us through. The Bible tells us that God, he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us, right? And normally, if we think so, maybe we're the ones who did the forsaking or the running away of. But rejoice, because we are suffering for Christ. We're partakers of his suffering, right? But check this out. When his glory is revealed, wow, we're going to be glad that we did. We're going to be glad that we held firm, that we were steadfast and immovable, always abounding in his work and doing his will, right? Right now, sometimes it, it doesn't see, maybe you don't see all the benefits. Even in Psalms, he says, forget not all thy benefits. But, you know, so we've got to remind ourselves, especially when going through, that we're going to, you know, um, reap a reward if we faint not, right? That God, that Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us. And so uh, we can be excited about it. We have something to look forward to, right? Um, but we have to work on our doubt, right? We have to make sure that we're not allowing the enemy to doubt God's word and what he promised and what he said. You know, that's the number one thing, that doubt begins to weigh on us and cause us to lose hope, right? And, uh, and faith, right? Because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, if he can make it seem hopeless and he can cause you to be to, to be doubtful, then he won, right? Because he doesn't just start there. You know, he doesn't just stop there, right? He's not going to just stop at you doubting. He's going to then bring all those forces against you 
until you'll be considered backslidden, fallen away, right? Prodigal until you walk out, till you just say, forget it. And so we're trying to hold on because we want you to change your thinking, change your speaking and to hold on, right? And to realize that um, we can press in. God's got a plan. And uh, verse 14 of uh, 1 Peter and 4 says, And if you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified, right? Not a lot of people sometimes, you know, have a lot of esteem for Christ. You know, a lot of people curse, say his name, no regards. Or they praise him with their lips, but their heart is far from them. Their actions aren't lining up with what they said. So we get to, you know, call it out. You know, are your actions lining up with what you're saying? Are your actions and behavior lining up with, you know, God's word? Verse 15, but let none of you suffer as a member or as a thief or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first began at us, what shall the end of them that obey not the gospel of God. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. God, we, we thank God, right, for his faithfulness. We thank God, amen, for um, just... Uh, all that he, all he's doing and leading and, and guiding us, right? And so some people may throw this question, well, you know, what if you're wrong? <laughs> you know, what if, what if I'm right? But guess what? What would, I, what would I have lost to walk in the fruit of the Spirit? You know, there's no, no love lost to have walked in love and joy and peace and to be a peacemaker to make a difference, to help encourage and, and uplift others and to help people see Christ. Well, if I'm wrong, I've lost nothing, right? But if you're wrong, you lose eternity, right? And so we, we don't want to uh, enter into this walk with God, you know, half cocked, half, you know, believing halfway. We have to make a decision to say, I'm, I'm going to stand. I may not understand everything, but I'm going to stand on what God has said, what I have believed in my heart when I have confessed, you know, him in my heart. So don't don't think it's strange. These different things, these situations, these trials, these experiences that you're having, that when um, they continue, right, we stay there if we stay stagnant. They will begin to cause us to throw in the towel, right? Like, so we definitely have to move, move out of that spot, move out of that situation and begin to call upon his name, 
Jesus. Not sure about every step or what exactly to do, but calling on your name. I'm aware that I need your help. I'm aware that I need your support. I'm aware, Lord, you know, that I need to stand on your word. I need to to, to really begin to press in so that I can know who you are and that I can realize whose I am, you know. And so we know that God said that he had a plan for us. We got to know that. Man, do you know how many things sometimes you can get started in and then all of a sudden it just doesn't work out? Or maybe you thought you were around uh, the the right people and, and the more that you, you interface with them, you realize, you know, they're, they're probably not the best for me. They're good, but not for me, right? Because, you know, we're all knitted in different ways and we receive encouragement, support, and love in different ways. So you got to find your tribe. You got to find your place. You know, Romans 15, 13 says, hey, may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Wow. Right. God, fill me with the joy and peace. Right. So that the power of the Holy Spirit may abound in hope. He's the God of hope. Man, so it's like when I'm lacking hope or I'm thinking, man, this is all messed up. I I don't see any good. Just left the situation where, you know, everyone was talking the reality of what was happening. And I get it. That's what's happening. But there was a part of me that's like, wow, I'm rooting for you. I've got my pom-poms up. I'm cheering for you. I'm going to put some tools in your hand so that you can make better choices and decisions, you know, um, I'm just so hopeful. But when I lose that hope, right, then I have to go to the God of hope (laughs) and ask him to fill me with joy and peace, you know. And Romans 12, 12 tells us rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation and be constant in prayer. I mean, I might have read this scripture before, but it's a, it's a constant reminder. So I don't hope is something that I don't have yet. I'm rejoicing in what I don't have, right? I'm rejoicing at the possibility of it happening, you know? Like, God, you know, you, you put this um, on my heart to do, you know, that uh, maybe, maybe um, you know, it's ministry. Maybe it's to help. Maybe it's to start a program, an organization, you know? But if God put it on your heart to do, uh, don't lose hope. You know, what you just got to uh, sometimes try again, you know, assess it again. Go and get some support um, from somebody who may be knowledgeable or could help, you know. But we don't give up. That's what hope is. It's like, wow, I- I'm not giving up on the possibility you know, now we want to examine it. Is it godly? Is it his will? Right. Is it just something I want? Um, how how is it going to um, uh, help the body? How is it going to help uh, people? You know, it's like sometimes when God is giving it to us, it's going to bless not only yourself, but it's going to bless others. And so you've got to take that time to begin, you know. Uh, yeah, we'd like to acquire uh, resources, finances uh, to live a better life, but are you just living a better life? Or how is uh, you um, gaining access to millions going to help 
change society, the world, make a difference. You know, we should look at that as well. Um, so I got to be, you've got to be assured of what it is you're hoping for, right? The conviction of things that are not seen. Hallelujah. And he tells us, look, wait for those who wait for the Lord. He shall renew their strength. And they then shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. <laughs> Wait on the Lord. Don't, don't be anxious because you don't see things happening right away. You know, it's like when you plant a seed in soil. Doesn't, you don't see the, the signs, you know, of um, life right away. You have to wait for it. I know it seems dead. It seems as though it's not going to come to pass. But if you wait, all of a sudden, you'll see, you know, a little leaflet pull through the, the uh, soil. And then you wait a little, go back a day or two later. It's even grown even further. So don't give up sometimes when things seem dead, especially when God has planted it, when he's planted it in your spirit to do, then we've got to continue. Well, we can't go by man's timetable because man will say do it tomorrow, especially if it will serve them. But we must do things in God's timing, right? We want to move as he moves. We want to be quickly obedient and not hesitant Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed, blessed, blessed. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. When, when, when we need encouragement, when we need a refreshment of, of soul, we get to turn to the scriptures. We get to turn to, um, you know, uh, some of the characters in the Old and the New Testament. They, they've gone through situations, you know, and we get to glean from their experiences. And so, and we get to see like, what character do I, do I best fit in right now? Am I acting like a Peter? You know, am I, am I acting like, you know, um, Naomi? Am I considering myself so sad that she did her own name change? She's like, don't even call me Naomi. Call me Maro, for the Lord has dealt harshly with me. And so we get to come back into the scriptures so we can find hope and encouragement. We all need to be reminded from time to time, right? What is the hope that God or Jesus and the Bible offer in our daily lives? We get to glean from uh, those things and experiences, you know. And so we've got to constantly ask the Lord to help maintain our hope, right? Our hope in him to don't be easily uh, sidetracked. Psalm 8411 says, I wait upon you for your definition of the good thing. You will not withhold from me. 
I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge and my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. He knew what God, who God was to him, and he was able to trust God. He was able to trust him with the plans that God possibly had. Hallelujah. God's plan is to, to prosper us, you know, so that we can have that expected in. So we don't have to be dismayed, right? It's like Isaiah 41.10, one of my favorites is, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. And I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Lord, um, you know, help me to get out of the way. It's like sometimes I have like lots of thoughts and opinions, but help me get out of my own way. Don't let me get dismayed or discouraged. It's so easy to get discouraged, right? But no. You know, have you just sat and 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 reflected and waited and listened? Like after we say you after you say your prayers, after you after you, you know, cast those cares upon the Lord, just sit and wait. Just wait on him. What shall he say? What scripture, what word, what advice would he give? Holy Spirit, lead us. You said, Lord, that you would send us, again, you would send us another another comforter. You told us to be joyful in hope. So we're not just hoping, you know, I mean, if you're hoping for it, then the response is to rejoice and to be joyful. But if you doubt, it's going to be very hard to do, right? And, 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 and patient while going through. Patient. It's like, you know, I, I, my uh, granddaughter wanted something, and I said, okay, you know, you could say it like 50 times. It's not going to come any faster. But I said, okay, wait, be patient. And then she'll repeat, be patient. And then she'll just fold her hands and wait. And I thought about it like that's in a way too building trust so that you're going to know that when your nanny says she's doing it and that you're going to get it, just be patient, right? That what is her reward is to get that very thing that she was waiting for and that she displayed patience for. Patience in a way as we're waiting, it says, Lord, I trust that you heard me and that you're going to bring it to pass when you deem it necessary for me. You know, and, and sometimes having to quiet down our anxious spirits because sometimes we want things now. And you know what comes again. I, I mean, our society, you can order something literally online and get it through Amazon the next day, definitely in two days. 
especially if it's in stock. Like, what do we have to wait for? I mean, we have instant coffee. We have microwave. We have air fryers, you know, those uh, Instapots. Everything is speeding us through and making us expect that it should be quicker. So we don't have tolerance, the stamina to wait like the Lord, you know, says. So if, if, if we can, in this world, get everything so instant, but yet we're asking God, you know, for healing or asking God to deliver somebody that you really care about, and it seems like it's taking a long time, it's very easy to forget, you know, or, to, um, or, or just to let go and, you know, forget about it. Just oh, forget it. Or, or to be discouraged to think, wow, it's not going to happen. I'm not. And then how the enemy tricks us into thinking, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy. You know, and then he affects our confidence. He affects our self-esteem. And next thing you know, we're, we're on this trajectory of, you know, of feeling negative and feeling bad. Right. And so we've been warned. So, you know, in several places in Scripture you know, that as a man thinketh, so is he. So um, if you're thinking, you, you, you got to check your thinking. And I, there's no quick fixes. Like, I, I just want to sit here, this, even through my experience and, and the experience of others, there's no quick fixes, you know. Repent, you know, and then the warfare comes to not pick that up again. So... And, and the, the rest of that scripture in Romans 12, 12 is faithful in prayer. So be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. And that is very targeted. I mean, like, okay, that might be the area right there that you could stand a little improvement, right? Prayer and listening to God. Prayer, listening. Prayer. Hallelujah. Immediately, people think, well, praying, how's that going to change uh, what I'm going through? You know, how's that going to, um, you know, shift quick what it is that, that you want or that you're, you're hoping for? But prayer is the answer, you know? And sometimes just being quiet. That's another thing. Our fast-paced society, you know, we now have Instagram and Facebook and, you know, you name it. I'm not uh, privy to all of them. <laughs> uh, Snapchat and um, face, Facebook, you know, we have these things that now we have access to so much, so, so much information so many people and um and i think what we do is that we 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 kind of tease people we say okay i'm going to put out this product and it's free if you want to learn about this it's free and then when you join in for the free they're upselling you you know and everything just seems like a gimmick and a game and an upsell and you never really get the information that you were looking for and that information is really presented from their perspective, right? 
you can have a hundred people right on faith and they're doing it according to their research, their information, but they're the channel that that's coming through their experiences, their biases, you know, it's just another, uh, it's, it's just information, you know, they're still going to use the scripture. Um, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And then, you know, then go from, th from there. But the Bible tells us that everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. So that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. All this call is, is to get you to hope in Jesus. To hope in what he said, his word. To bring you hope. That's, that's exactly what this Bible was written to teach us, right? So we have to endure to the end. So it will help us to endure to the end. That we would begin to understand that Christ is the hope of glory, right? That we hope in him. You know, I pray this prayer in Ephesians, Ephesians 1 and 18. Uh, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you and the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. That you would know the hope to which he has called you. That you would begin to understand he's called you. He does not want you to give up. He does not want you to speak things that he never put in and intended for you to ever think or say or hear. And I get sometimes we're around some irresponsible people that have might have said some pretty painful things. And I say, I urge you to let it go, to forgive them, and then turn and focus on what you now will speak into your life and into your heart. Whosoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. But whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. That's Galatians 6 and 8. Keep that in your heart. Remember that greatness is on the inside of you. You've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. Once again, I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Have a wonderful evening and a very blessed week. You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station.